prophet Isaiah said this, Behold, I do a new thing. Shall it not spring forth? That's the Bible speaking of itself. If that's not connoting to change, I don't know what is. Then further into the Bible, into what is called the New Testament, that talks about the life of Jesus, Jesus himself said, I have come to bring change, to set the captives free. He's trying to tell people, he was trying to tell people, you need to change your way of thinking from the old thoughts that have condemned people and have minimized people. And you've got to change. That's all, it's changing the way you think. It's just like homosexuals, transgender people. I don't agree with it. But do I accept it? It's how they choose to express themselves. Now don't, for, don't try to tell me that I need to be transgender and I need to be, and some of the descriptions fail me. Like, I don't know. That's how they wanna be. That's how they wanna live. That's their body. They're twisting their bodies into whatever forms of expression that they want to do. So some guy wants to put on woman's clothes and act like he's a woman. I'm like, what that has to do with me? <laughs> he's not putting on my clothes or putting on my body or my hair or my makeup. Do I have to agree with it? But that's how someone else chooses to act. Do you see what I'm saying? Now, there are some things I, as a public person, I'm going to speak out on. For instance, I don't like the fact that the governor of California says that the Bible is a book filled with hate speech. I don't agree with him on that, but that's what he said. That's not, that's what he said. I accept it. I'm not going to go raise up a standard and oh, and carry on. We need to become more tolerant. And I can see because we have, we've become so intolerant, you know, we're still confining ourselves. It's almost as if we fear change. We fear change. So because we fear change, you, you, you kind of stick with it. And I'm like, are you a parent? Like, are you, are, did you, do you have children today? Like, I fear change. I have two children. They're 10 years apart. When one was growing up, Facebook was a thing on Twitter. By the time the other one is growing up, it's Snapchat. Snapchat is the biggest human trafficking recruitment tool ever. Where children are impressed with the idea that they can post something in real time. They can post a video in real time with their friends. Blah, 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 blah. And you have weird people, pedophiles, and so on, on Snapchat recruiting children. We live in a different time. And as a parent, what do you do? So you could say no internet, but then they text their friend and tell their friend to share a screen with them. There are app sharing services, yes. Do you see how you as a parent have very little control? So what do you do? You adapt. You place boundaries on how much time they use the service. Because telling them they can't, when they go to school and mix with their friends, that's what they're going to do. What are you going to do? Lock them up in a, in, in a high tower? <laughs> That's not, that never worked and it's not going to work. I have a daughter who is about to go to college. You think I'm going to hide her? I am telling her everything that I know. I have to prepare her. So when she goes out, she's not like, oh my God. No, I tell her everything I know. 
Do you see what I'm saying? We need to become more. No, the story is going to change as the story develops. Because somebody is not going to want to say that they killed a group of innocent children. Somebody's going to say that this was not about uh, uh, people doing whatever, but something is something, right? Do you see what I'm saying? We got to, we got to become a little bit more tolerant. We got to become a little bit more accepting of what people look like. Everybody, this is not cookie cutter anymore. We got to change. Let's say, I'm going to take the state of Michigan. Michigan could be cut in half how different we are. There is Southern, Southeastern Michigan, which is a melting pot of people from all over the world. Name a country in the world. There's a representative of that country right here in Southeast Michigan. We're a cultural, diverse melting pot. We're a microcosm of what the United States is going to look like in a few years. Go to LA, same thing. Go to New York, Southern New York. But if you cut Michigan in half and go further north, people still look the same like they did a hundred years ago. Guess what? Change has come. So what are those folks gonna do? They can always stay there, but they're gonna not be part of the change. So eventually their cultures and their ways of life are gonna die out because their children are not gonna stay the same. Their children through exposure to the internet are going to travel and incorporate and assimilate. What is that word again? Assimilate. Anybody knows that? We, you have to be forward thinking. Where have we lost that? Where have we not become accepting and tolerant of other people and other people's religious practice? When did we become, you have to believe what I want you to believe. And this is what I say. When did we become that? That's not us. That's not us. That's not us. We need to change. And the times are moving. America is going to look very different in a few years. And what are you going to do then? What are you going to do? The minority will become the majority. By 2044, not a few days hence, that's like 2044 is probably about 28 years from now. Right? 24 to 28 years from now. Do the math, right? America is going to become the minority. The minority, minorities will control, that will become the majority. Do you know how it's going to be broken down? 30% will be what? Hispanic. 13% will be black. And the rest will be a mess, a mashup of other ethnicities, ethnic groups. 54% of America will be made up of minorities by 2044. Think about that. So between now and 2044, what's going to ensue? Are we still going to be less tolerant? Guess what? As you strive to fight to keep your little part of your known universe, guess what's going to happen? You're going to be left behind. 
because what you will find is that to make money you have got to change there's some parts of America right now that are dying some suburban communities are dying there's nobody living there they can't sell a house out there people don't want to live that far they want to be connected to the mainstream they don't want to stand out so the communities where people are exclusive those are few and far between they enforce rigid standards of acceptance ridiculous totally ridiculous and if you don't believe me how ridiculous that is just watch and see what happens in 10 years it might not take 10 years whether I like it or not change came to my life when I had to face divorce my life changed friends I had to run away from a house in a suburban neighborhood behind a gated community because change had come it was irrevocable I didn't like it I didn't agree with it I just had to accept it because failure to accept was going to render me incapable of surviving and living I had to work with it otherwise I would have lost my mind it's like being in two places oh my god physically you're here oh my god mentally you're over there it will drive you crazy because you have to deal with the realities of the physical space and time I know there are plenty of people who would love to go back to that era of Nazism when Hitler thought he had the right idea. I know there are plenty of people who would think that that's a right way. There are plenty of people who probably think they should go back to slavery, the enslavement of black people. But that was the wrong idea and time has, just, has proven that. So what are you gonna do? Are you gonna move with the times? That's what the war between the North and the South was about. The Northern people were saying it's time to move forward and think different. And the Southern people were like, I want to stick to this. I want to hold on to it until they were rendered irrelevant. Do you see what I'm saying? There's a whole set of dichotomy there. There's a whole set of, there are other dynamics included in that, but that's an analogy that you, everyone I think can draw some parallels from. And it's the same thing with faith. There are some forms of Islam that are very fundamental in practice. The Islam that is practiced here in this part of the world, in the Western world, in America and Canada, is very different from Islam that is practiced in more traditional Muslim countries. Believe it or not, it's a modified version that is practiced here. The people who come from other parts of the world, when they come here, they are told that they have to inculcate into this new form of Islamism. Look at our Christianity. Look at faith in, in the Christian world. We're still doing the same things 400 years later and people walking out of the church like, I don't even feel anything anymore. I don't even know if this is relevant because we won't change. Because the world has changed. Thoughts have changed. People have evolved in their thoughts, whether I agree with it or not, whether I like it or not. As much as I have gone around Michigan and I've gone into, into pockets of Michigan and I listen to people, I begin to, I develop a healthy acceptance for how people believe. This is what they believe. I respect it and I leave it. That's what you believe. I'm not out here to tear you down. I'm not out here to say this. I'm like, this is what you believe. Are, you're, are, are they killing anybody? Nope, they're not hurting anyone. They're not hurting children. 
They just believe in a pure form. This is what they believe. They believe in family. They believe in God. They believe that we should love one another and practice. Okay. Just because I disagree with you does not mean that I hate you. Doesn't mean that I have to hate you. Do you see what I'm saying? And all I'm saying is, if we ourselves here in America, and I sh I, I, I'm done with this, I shut down. If we ourselves do not practice a form of religious tolerance for others, how are we going to expect the rest of the world to view us and accept us when we travel? When we go to other parts of the world, how do you expect they're going to greet us if we ourselves can't be tolerant of other people's religious practices? I, th these folks, whether they were Mormons or not, that's what they believe. That's what they were doing. Were they killing children? Were they raping children? Let's find out. Were they hurting children, trafficking children? Killing other people? Let's find out. But if they weren't, and they were just a group of people driving through northern Mexico, then why did you kill them? Much like here, we have a young woman who is an Islam. She she uh, she believes in Islam. She wears her religious headdress. That's what she believes. The Constitution says it's okay for her to do that. Why are we tearing her down? Leave her. Let her be. That's what she believes. Just because I don't agree with it, I don't agree with what she says, but I accept it because I want her to tolerate my belief. My belief runs counter to what she believes, but I'm not gonna stand here and fight her. I don't want her to fight me either. We've got to learn to be more accepting. The country has changed y'all. 2044 is right around the corner. You know, you and I will still be alive, right? God willing. We'll still be alive in 28 years. I plan to be. I plan to be here for a while. Right? We're still going to be alive. The country has irrevocably changed. In fact, all around the country, school districts have changed. Especially in the southern part of the country, in Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, Nevada, California, Florida. The country has changed irrevocably. That's the new majority. What are you going to do? That's what social scientists are telling. These are facts. They're undeniable because it exists. Whether we agree or like it or not, we have to move forward. You love this country? You like what it represents? You like being free? Like when I'm done with this broadcast, I'm free. I can do whatever I want, go out where I want. You like that? Well, you have to learn to accept that other people might not believe as you do. So they're not gonna hurt you, you're not gonna hurt them. Let's live, find a way to treat each other well. We have bigger issues, y'all. We have issues of water affordability. We have issues of inequity in energy. We have wildfires running through California right now that is showing a distinctive gap in income and wealth. Right there in Silicon Valley, there's a distinctive gap in what people can afford in affordable housing. 
I don't even know what that is anymore. Affordable housing as compared to people who can spend millions of dollars at their whim on a house of their dreams. We have bigger problems to worry about. We have a nation of people who are getting sicker. We have diseases that sometimes they don't even know what to think or how to treat stuff. We have a bankrupt system that is, it doesn't even know what drugs are on the market. There's so many drugs on the market. Some of them should not be there. They're killing people more than they're healing people. We have way bigger issues to worry about. Here in Michigan, we have so much water. For every gallon of water that a Michigander uses, 288 gallons fall from the sky. We're like, hey, hold it up. <laughs> Some days we're like, dude, no, no, no more rain. Please, dear God, no more rain today. Whereas other parts of the country are dry and parched. California has been dry. Some the Central Valley in California has been dry for more than a hundred years. The water, there's no water table anymore in California. The whole place can can destruct and fall because they don't have a water table to support an ecosystem anymore. We have way bigger issues than worrying about somebody's religious belief and somebody's religious tolerance. We have way bigger issues. We have population that is growing exponentially. We have to look at what's happening in our urban areas. People are more comfortable living in urban areas. That means what? Natural resources are going to dry up. And people have jobs, not careers. They can't find sustainable living. These are the issues of our time. People are living longer and are after a certain age cannot take care of themselves. What are we going to do about that? Gone are the days when we were a society that was more cohesive, where people could, you know, parents and grandparents, the children live down the street. No, not they live way across the country. So there are more people who are alone and are older and the trend keeps going that way. We have way bigger issues to worry about than the issues of somebody wearing a hijab or somebody who is a Mormon or somebody who practices some other form of, of, of Christianity. We need to focus on the issues that matter, right? Right, thank you so much for your contribution. Join me again on Down to Earth with Harriet Kimmick. This is a show in which we talk about the issues that matter. Go to my website, harrietkimmick.com, as well as this is a listener-supported broadcast. So go to the exodusfoundation.com, make a donation to help us continue to keep this program on the air. And as usual, for those of you who haven't done so yet, download and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you have a Google phone, go in your Google Play Store, look for Google Podcasts, and look for me, Down to Earth with Harriet Kimmick. You want me to spell that for you? H-A-R-R-I-E-T-C-A-M-M-O-C-K. Kimmick. You can't miss it. I'm probably one of the few people in the world. Some time ago, somebody told me I'm the only person in the world with the name Harriet Kimmick. Harriet Kimmick right? Look for me on your favorite podcast platform, download and subscribe. We talk about this stuff because this is some good stuff, right? It helps all of us to overcome our own instinctive fears and irrational expectations of people whom we don't recognize or whom we don't see any commonalities or similarities with. People are people are people. The world is changing. Let's change with it, right? Be blessed, everybody. Thanks so much. Be blessed, everybody. Thanks for your contribution. I appreciate you. Thanks so much, everybody.